Welcome to the Podiatry Business Podcast, brought to you by your host, Lorcan O'Donnella, podiatrist and health business mentor. The podcast that is designed to help current and aspiring podiatry clinic owners to make the most of their clinic, turning it into a true business that can work without them, allowing them the freedom to earn more, work less, and live a better life. Welcome to episode number 22 of the Podiatry Business Podcast with myself, Lorcan Dunla, um, Podiatry Business Mentor. So the title of today's podcast is SEO. It's not that hard. So what is SEO? SEO, if you don't know what people mean when they say SEO, what it, they mean is search engine optimization or essentially trying to show your website to search engines like Google, Yahoo, and so forth, Google being the main one. So you want to make sure that when a potential patient is looking for someone to help them with verruca or plantar fasciitis or foot pain or even podiatrist, that Google will show your website, your landing page, your information in their free um, search um, section. So when you look at Google Ads, if you go onto Google Ads, say today or after this call, and you type in a condition that you treat, what you'll tend to see at the top is you'll see um, the ads that are available. So what you'll see at the top um, are the ads, which has a little... Um, the word ad beside it on the left-hand side. Then down below it, normally what you'll find is um, a map with your um, the people or the businesses that potentially could help in that situation. So let's say, for example, you type in orthotics, you will see um, the people or the businesses local to you that are advertising for orthotics and they are paying for it, okay? That's the one with the ad. Then below you have, like I said, the map um, and these are not paid for what these are these are ones that have a lot of reviews um, or a lot of traffic going to them and below that again then you have the free listings and these are the ones that Google has decided it's worth showing to um, its customers its customers being the people who are clicking and searching through Google it's in Google's interest that it is showing results that are useful to people because otherwise if people look at these free results and they click on them and they find that actually this is not what I wanted, they're going to stop using Google. They're going to start to use Yahoo or alternatives, Bing and so forth. So Google will only show free listings that are quality. And what they mean by quality and how do they know it's quality is that the prospective people who are looking for this solution are finding it on that page, as in they're spending time on that page. So if they're coming to your web page, let's say you've written a blog on uh, Veruca, and they're only spending one or two seconds, they're a lot less likely to show that again than they are your competitor who might spend, whose um, blog post is written much uh, in a much better way, and that encourages the reader to stay for a lot longer. So that's essentially what SEO is. And why it's important is because means that the these listings, these free listings, is a great way for you to drive new and potential patients to your business. And what you'll find is that a lot of um, companies out there are offering SEO services. So what they'll do is they will um, 
they'll write your blogs, they'll write, um, they'll set up your website in such a way that they suggest that it will encourage Google to show your web page, your website in the free listings um, before and above um, uh, your competitors. Now, a number of years ago, this was a lot easier for them to do. Essentially, all they had to do was to pack your website with keywords. So they might put plantar fasciitis into a web page quite a number of times. But Google cottoned on to this and it's gone a lot better. And it recognizes that it's built algorithms that recognizes whether or not that this is happening. And essentially, like I said earlier, if your reader is not spending significant or enough time on your web page, even if it's been stuffed with the keywords, Google is not going to um, push it up to free rankings. And you could find it, you might be on page two, three, four of the free rankings. And if you're not on page one, you might as well not be on it at all. So this is why SEO is important. So it's not that hard to do this yourself. You don't have to go off and spend a load of money uh, with a company, in my opinion, getting them to do it for you. Um, if it's working for you, fine. Um, but you'll often find, I think, that when you dive down into the figures, you'll see that these SEO companies, what they're doing is they're telling you they're getting a lot of impressions. And impressions basically means people see your free listing. It doesn't actually mean they end up on your website. And even if they do end up on the web your website, are they actually turning into patients? And if you say yes, are you sure? How do you know? Can you actually point this person uh, ended up on this web page and ended up as a patient of mine? If you can't, well, then perhaps you're spending money that you shouldn't be spending. So while I'm not a personal great fan of SEO companies, I don't really see the need for it. I am a fan of SEO. Don't get me wrong. I think SEO is brilliant. We had a blog um, on Veruca that was written about a year or two ago and we found over a six month period that this one blog uh, was appearing in uh, the free listings and generating as much traffic to our website as the whole, almost the whole rest of our website combined including our paid traffic that we were using getting from Google Ads. So how do we do it? Well essentially what you want to do is you want to follow the steps that we use. First step is you want to write a blog. Now, when I say write a blog, four or 500 words is usually sufficient. You don't feel you have to sit down and write a, a medical paper. What tends to happen is us medics are trained to write in a very particular way. And to be honest, for most people, for Joe Public out there, it's really boring. I've had staff members write blogs for me and struggle to get out of this and give them the blog to me. And it's just so boring. I don't want to read it. So when you're writing it, what you want to try and do is write your, your blog on the topic that you decided to write on that week um, as if you're writing it for a 10-year-old. So if a 10-year-old can't read it and can't understand what you're trying to say, then it's too technical. You're not writing this for other podiatrists. You're writing it for your patients who are not interested in the references, who are not interested in the big fancy words. They just want their the plain vanilla information. The second thing I would say to you when you're writing the blog is if you've got number of staff and you think you're too busy, well then get your staff to write the blog. What I do is I, I would block out maybe 30, 40 minutes every week out of one member of staff. I have the luxury of having a number of, of, of staff that they get to do maybe one a month and I've taught them how to do it. 
And that 30 minutes, yes, they're not treating a patient, but that blog is improving my SEO every week. So I, I, I hand it over to them and I've taught them how to do so. If you're on your own and you find that you're not very good at writing, you don't like to sit down with a blank piece of paper, well, there's a few tips I could have for you. The first is don't try and write it as if you're writing uh, a letter from A to Z. Break it down into parts. So you want an introduction, you want um, uh, an explanation of what it is you're talking about and break it into bullet points, into step by step, just like I've done here in this podcast. Um, in the blog, be sure to highlight the sections that you want your patients to read um, and bullet points are a great way of doing this. If again, you're not good at doing this, you find that this isn't even going to work for you. Well, then there is um, software out there, including a free app you can get called um, Otter, O-T-T-E-R, um, where you can simply dictate um, your blog. So you dictate the blog, which might take you a minute or two. You um, and then you send it to yourself as a text. Now, you might have to, depending on your accent, and it's not as um, fond of my lovely Irish accent as it might be an American accent, But uh, and I have to go in and edit it afterwards. But it is a really good way to do this, and it's how I wrote my book and how I managed to do so in about four weeks. So first step, like I said, is write a simple blog on the topic that you've decided to pick that week. Second step is publish it on your site. And this should be something we should all be able to do nowadays with our websites, WordPress or whatever it is you use. And use the title that is specific to the patient's request. So think about what question would your patient ask on Google regarding your condition. And that can be the title that you use, a nice, simple title. Don't make it too technical. Um, so it might be plantar fasciitis, um, three tips to start to ease it today. Or Veruca, everything you wanted to, you needed to know. That was the title of the blog I mentioned earlier. We found very successful. You want to make sure that you add an image to your blog inside your website, and that you um, make sure you name that image. Because remember, Google doesn't just have um, search results that are text. It also sh shows image results. That's probably one of the the, the, the next biggest after um, after text results. Um, perhaps you want to uh, record a video of the blog and put that up on YouTube because YouTube after Google is the second biggest search engine um, on the planet. And again, it is owned by Google. So make sure you publish on your website uh, using a title that has keyword rich. So as in the it's the word about the condition or specific issue you're, you're looking to talk about. And you're calling the image or naming the image, which is keyword rich also. Step three then is you make sure you get it noticed. So you want to be able to drive traffic towards your um, blog so that Google notices that people are looking at your blog and they're spending time on it. And then it decides, its algorithm will decide, well, this seems to be relevant. People like it. We'll show it to other people or colder um, leads. So. You do that in a few ways. The first step that we do is we add it to our Google My Business. And if you haven't got a Google My Business account, you really need to set one up. And it's really simple. You just add every few days your blog um, and a link back to it to, to your site. Secondly, you add it to your Facebook page. And you don't necessarily have to add the whole blog. What you might do is add the, the title, maybe the first few lines, a nice image, and then a, a link back to your website. The same can be done with Instagram. And all of this is what it's doing is it's 
encouraging people to click on the link and to go back to your website so that Google sees that people are moving from these areas to your uh, blog, to your SEO, and that it's realizing this is useful information. I'll show it to others. Lastly, you have a database of patients that you have their email. And I would recommend that you send them a weekly newsletter. Now, you want to approach this that you're not marketing to them. The best way to approach it is that you're giving them useful information uh, on a regular basis. So if you email them out a copy of the blog um, or part of the blog with a link to go back to the website if they're interested, if it's something they're interested in, then that's a great way because these people already know you, they already trust and like you, and they're more likely to click on this link and to spend longer reading your blog than someone who doesn't know you. So these are free, simple ways, and they might take you five or 10 minutes to get set up once a week, once you've written your blog, to drive traffic towards it so that Google then starts to notice it. And that blog will continue to work for you as long as you have it up on your site, not just for the next few days, but going forward. So step four is you just simply rinse and repeat. What you need to be with SEO is consistent. Consistency is the key. So I would recommend that to begin with, you do this once a week. Put 30, 40 minutes aside every single week to sit down, come up with a topic that you haven't covered before. It might be a question that you got asked in the clinic that week by a patient. That's a nice, simple way to come up with a topic. Um, look what your competitors are doing. What are they finding is useful for them? There's nothing wrong with doing that, being inspired by it, as long as you don't uh, copy their blog, uh, carte blanche. And be consistent. Write that blog every single week. Publish it on your site, making sure that you have the keyword rich on the title in the image, and maybe you're going to do a video of it. Uh, get it noticed by driving traffic to it on your Google My Business, your Facebook, your Instagram, and sending it out as a newsletter every week to your patients. And if you do this every week, if you think about it, you're going to have over 50 articles at the end of every year. If you have staff, get them involved. Start to delegate and it, the, the, the amount of articles you can get can spiral from that. You can find that if you're having a busy week and you, let's say you have 100 articles and you're having a busy week and you haven't had time to write a blog, well, you can go back and use one of the earlier blogs that you've used before and reuse it again. There's nothing wrong with that. Maybe change the title, maybe change the keywords a little bit. So to finish... What I would say to you is SEO is not that difficult. Don't feel that you have to go off and spend hundreds of pounds or euros every month getting someone to do this for you. There's no one more expert on what you do than you and your team. So why would you pay somebody who perhaps isn't involved in your um, your profession to write an article on something that you probably can do much faster and much better quality and much more knowledgeable? You're well able to do this. If you can uh, get a degree in podiatry, you can do this. Write a simple blog, publish it, and get it noticed. Don't overthink it. Just be consistent. And by being consistent, you'll notice that you'll get better at it and it becomes easier to do. And get your patients to have a look and ask them, did they read the blog? And what did they think of it? And they'll give you good quality feedback. You're better off using your patients than your family members. Who don't really understand it. Your ideal patient at the end of the day is your patient that's sitting in front of you. They're the people you're trying to attract through the free listings using SEO. The last tip I would give you with regards to SEO is 
that if you have a list of blogs on certain conditions, this can be very useful to you when it comes to treating patients down the line. So for example, if you've written a blog on plantar fasciitis and you want to, um, you've met a patient and you want to explain to them, um, look, this is what's happening and so forth. What I'll do is I'll send you on a blog on it after. They will start to see that you've written many blogs and you are an authority and you know what you're doing. A number of years ago, we had a patient rang up, a mother rang up and um, described uh, pain in her 13-year-old son's or um, heels. And our receptionist, um, quick as a, as, a, as a whip, realized this is possibly severs. So she said, she said that to the patient's um, the mother, that this is probably severs. And what I'll do is I'll send you out a blog. So by the t- time the patient had come in, she'd read this, understood what was going on. It sounded and it, like her son's and, she, and turned out she was correct. And she realized that this clinic she was going to was an authority. And that patient decided uh, to proceed and was compliant with her um, symptoms or with her treatment plan. So SEO is not that hard. You just have to give it a go. This is Lorca Donnelly, Podiatry Business Mentor, signing off.